Well, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of The Pilgrimage of Her. My name is Abby Bissala. I need to decide actually which one I'm going to go with. It's either Abby or Bissala. But anyway, once again, welcome. And it's a very, very exciting episode because I've got guests. Imaginary applause. Yeah, okay, let me just introduce them because it's going to be interesting. I can't wait. So I've got Adiyo, I've got Itunu, I've got Jeremy and Sharon. Welcome to the show, guys. Or to the podcast, the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Yeah, hi. Hello. <laughs> now, okay, you know what? We're going to try that again because... <laughs> <laughs> the appointment that I came with was not mine. I've got guests with me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. I have got Adelio. It's a new. I've got Jeremy yep. and I've got Sharon here with me. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hi, Yay. Hi everyone. Hey. hey, pilgrims. Okay, cool. Um. Before we get to the conversation that we're going to have today, I wanted to play a little game. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be scared. It's a very easy game. It's this or that. So if you've listened to like previous episodes, I played this game with uh, the guests I had. Um, and what it is, I'm just going to give you, it's, it's kind of like, would you rather? It's basically, would you rather? Yeah. So I'll give you two options. You have to choose one. And you absolutely have to choose. Yeah? Yeah. Good to go. Are we going to take turns or everyone just... Um, No, we're going to take turns so that we don't talk over each other. Okay, so we're going to start with Disney Channel or Nickelodeon? Italy. I'm gonna say Disney Channel. Okay, Jeremy. Disney. <coughs> Sharon. Oh, Disney, Disney, Disney. Okay, Adiyo. Definitely Disney. Yeah, I really? feel like everyone. Yeah, Nickelodeon. Yeah. You feel like Nickelodeon. You're just showing your age. <laughs> what can I explain? <laughs> I appreciate their their stance on BLM with their Twitter post, but. Nick, uh, Disney was where it's at when I was younger. They had everything. American Dragon, Feel Love, Zack and Cody. Oh, yeah. That's true, that's Rita. true. Everything was That's so Raven, Lizzie McGuire. Okay, yeah, definitely Disney then. Definitely. <laughs> I think on Friday nights, you have the premiere of that like, movie. Come on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they showed the castle and it was like 7 o'clock. I was like, yeah. I don't even think of one Nickelodeon show. Do you know what? That's what I'm trying to think of right now. I'm trying to think of anything. Barely Odd Parents was on Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then they showed it on they showed it on um, CITV as well. So I was watching it. I was watching it for free because not everyone had Nick. So (laughs) (laughs) some of us were not that good. You know what I mean? Ah, okay, okay, cool. Right, another one is. Texting or FaceTime? The same order we went, so it's a new. Um, I'm gonna say FaceTime in. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> I'm gonna go definitely, with FaceTime. In. Definitely FaceTime. In. Oh, okay, Sharon. It depends who you're talking to. That's, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> because you don't want to FaceTime everyone. Mm. But but FaceTime is a bit more personal. It depends on what you want to... So maybe face. Mm. So you're going to... You need to choose uh, one. <laughs> FaceTime. Texting. 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 <laughs> Adiyo. Texting. I was like... Really? I thought I was going to be the only one who was going to say texting at first. <laughs> I, it doesn't yeah. mean I'm not a personal person, but... I just prefer to text. I just... Um, yeah. I prefer to text too. So I can look crazy and not have to bother about anything. Like, I don't have yeah, to care about my I, looks. Or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I prefer texting too. But like Sharon said, it depends. Yeah. Who, who you're talking to, sure. Mm-hmm. 
like half the time I'm not gonna lie if you're listening to this right now sorry like confession time like if you just FaceTime me out of the blue just calling me a video 98% of the time I'm not gonna pick up because <laughs> 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 I wasn't ready <laughs> like I would rather text I think texting is more my thing now I just leave the text sitting there you guys know I'm really bad at replying sometimes so um, I'm working on it though <laughs> but you said so that like, means you'd be better with I, phone calls I feel yeah, like if you call me I'll talk to you easily but if you text oh. me sometimes I just can't be bothered to like keep unlocking my phone keep replying I just mm. I just feel like this the reason because if you noticed all the guys said the FaceTime and all the girls said texting. I just feel like it's an image thing. And I feel like, you know, guys, it just proves that guys aren't as... <laughs> guys are just a bit, bit more chilled. A oh, bit more chilled. But that's just a theory, so... Guys, I like how you say a bit more chilled. It's okay. Yeah. You didn't say anything offensive. You see how yeah. I said that? You see how I said yeah. it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well done. I'm very proud of you. Home training. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't really think right it's, I don't really think it's about that really I, it's not just about the image but it's just about hiding emotions i'm gonna sound really bad right now but you know like when you're facetiming someone like you can't hide some certain emotions like you mm-hmm. just have to be yourself but like when yeah. you're texting i can be like oh my god no but i'm like yeah lol i'm doing something else you know what i mean <laughs> like not like i'm not finding it funny i'm just saying like I can mm. get away with certain emotions by just well, yeah. Oh my, oh my god! Oh, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> Can't oh, really do it. that. Can't really do that on um, Facetime. I guess I guess with Facetime, it's 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 a bit more um, authentic. It's a bit more real and raw. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what? I'm with Adele on that because, like, my face just gives me away. I was going to say that. That's like me. <sighs> my face. It's too expressive. It's just too expressive. I've been saying I've been working on it for time. <laughs> it's. it's <not> <laughs> that laughter was like, hmm. <laughs> no, I, I won't say that. A lot more work needed. This is what that say <laughs> Yeah, I I don't think I should give up though. I think I should, you know, keep working on my poker face and just not being so expressive. But yeah, you can't change who you are, can you? But you can work on it. You can improve yourself. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Last one. Last one. Hand holding. So with your partner. Hand holding in public or mm. PDA? Um, give me a P. <laughs> give me a D. <laughs> give me an A. <laughs> yeah, PDA. P- P- PDA for me. Yeah. Hand holding for me, please. No PDA. What's that? Why would you want to do PDA? Missala, what about you? Oh, no, I'm the host. I'm the host. I just want to hear from you guys. No, you can't escape this one, man. You, you have the to last just one. say it. You've answered every other one. <laughs> I, I didn't actually. I only answered the... Which I did not answer the now. The Disney one. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, that's interesting. The only reason, I think, for me, because I don't like to see PDA from anyone else, and so I don't yeah. want to be a hypocrite. Yeah. I don't want to be. Listen, okay. I was on. The, I was coming back from Paris. I think last year this time, and this person was with their girlfriend, standing in the queue for the plane all the time. When they got to the like orbit, <laughs> they were on two different rows. <clears throat> These people were three rows apart and could not stop turning around. Like I love you, I miss you, and I'm just there thinking it's a forty-five minute flight. <laughs> like <laughs> it got so no, bad. The yeah. person next to the the girl was like, "Do you want to swap seats?" And they swapped seats with me, and then they just they, they were sitting in the row in front of me now, and then they were kissing and making all sorts of sounds. And I had to go like, nah, Jeremy, them. do you know what? I, I feel yeah. you on that one. I feel you on that one, but I'm the opposite. So me too. When I was on the way back from the Maldives one time, when I went there on a business trip, 
I just couldn't could not stop with the PDA and I, I'm, I'm a big fat hypocrite so I really don't care. <laughs> I hate seeing it but when it comes to me I'm more than happy to do it but yeah that was just a little... Oh, I'm going to right there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. When did you get to the Maldives? Now I was on the way back from the Maldives with my friend um, Steve Jobs. Back when he was alive. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm so done with you. Wow. <laughs> if you did not realise, he had never been to the Maldives. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm gonna be running jokes this whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, okay. For me, I don't think I mind PDA. I would definitely hold hands, but I think it depends where I am. So, if I had to choose one, like definitely choose one, I'd I'd say holding hands because you can hold hands anywhere and pda like i don't think i want to be doing pda anywhere like i have to it has to be like friends or like close family but if we're like actually i don't know (laughs) i don't know you guys guys sound boring what happened you guys are meant to be young listen as soon as this is on Somebody try to stop me. <laughs> Praise and worship. Praise and worship. Yeah. When they when they invited people out to come and dance in the front. Listen, I'm catching out. I'm catching up. You're not saying <laughs> Let me keep let me keep it PG. For the Lord, of course. Catch your wine for the Lord, but catch up catch your wine for the Lord. <laughs> yeah, man. Turn up turn up for Jesus. Wow. It's a new. Do you know what? Your parents might listen to this. <laughs> what am I saying that's out of order? I'm Catch dancing, for the Lord, yeah. I'm dancing for Jesus. I'm dancing for Jesus. There's nothing wrong with PDA. There's nothing wrong with PDA. I didn't say there was anything wrong with PDA. Jesus kissed his disciples, all that stuff. Come on. <laughs> on the cheek, of course. Bruh. On the cheek. Like, no, like, brotherly love, like. Yeah, but, so what's wrong with showing? That's what PDA is. Public display. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was being sarcastic about that. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing, There's nothing wrong, wrong with it. With but it's just PDA. too much. Some people just overdo it. Like, yeah. Why don't we get the fact that you're in love? You don't have to rub it in our faces. What if we're single and we're sad? Like, you don't have to tell us and just let us know that you're happy. No, I sound like a sad what? person. I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> I just think it's annoying. Like, just keep it to yourself. Get a room. I, I hear that. I hear that. But do you think, because all of us were all African, okay, Jeremy <clears throat> is, well, your yeah, ancestors yeah. are African. Your ancestors. Just <laughs> <laughs> say we're all black. Yeah, that's a start. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all black. And I just realized that you guys have not actually really introduced yourselves. Oh. oh I completely missed that. But okay, yeah. Before I come back to the point that I was about to make, can we all introduce ourselves? Introduce ourselves, please. So let's start with Itanu. Can you introduce yourself, please? <clears throat> okay, so um, hi, pilgrims. This is Itanu. Um, back again with another on another oh. episode of the podcast. Yeah, so I have a podcast called iTunes Speaks, uh, where we talk about movies, TV shows. Um, and just the art of film in general. Um, I also have a blog, so you can follow me on Instagram at iTunes Speaks or on Twitter at iTunes Speaks Pod. Cool, thank you. And Jeremy? Hi, Pilgrims. Um, I'm Jeremy. I'm from Guyana <laughs> in South America. Not Six Guyana. foot ten. <laughs> um, I got that. Um, I from Southwest London. I've recently graduated, or should have been graduating this summer, in biomedical science, but you know, Corona, so here we are. Um, it got us all, <laughs> mate. And yeah, no, I like, I don't have a podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't think people <laughs> like to hear about my travelling. However, I'm thinking of making a travel blog when this is all over, so. Nice, that'll be good. In the future. 
Vlog or vlog? Vlog. Mm, potentially both. I, I quite like the idea of vlogging, so. Oh, okay. Who knows? We'll see. Okay, what? that's nice. Cool, thank you. Um, Sharon. Hey, Hi. Sharon. <laughs> um, my name's Sharon. I am Ghanaian. And I'm a student again. <laughs> again. Again. Yeah, that's it really. I don't have anything to plug. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Thank you, Sharon and Adiayo. Hi guys. My name is Adiayo and I'm a Nigerian. I've been in the UK for four years, just four years, living in Bristol currently in Nigeria and I am an all-round creative. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm a songwriter, I'm a script writer, I'm a ghost writer, I'm a writer generally, storyteller, um, but I'm also a consultant, energy consultant. So um, yeah, I've got, not call it a blog, but like a YouTube channel, which also talks about like inspirational stuff, which is Sounds of Wisdom. So yeah, you can follow me on Instagram if you want on Sounds of Wisdom. If you're into storytelling, you can follow me, The Real Demiladi Ayo. And yeah, I think that's it. Cool, Basically. nice. Thank you. I'm going to put everyone's um, Insta and whatever information that you guys give me, I'll put it down so whoever wants to look for you can find you on there. Yeah. So we're going back to the conversation now. What I was going to ask was your thoughts on PDA. Do you think, especially those of us that said that we don't really, uh, we're not really for PDA. Do you think that's the cultural thing? Do you think that's because you grew up not seeing that? Okay, I'm assuming that you grew up not seeing that around. So to you, it's a bit like, oh, why you didn't like get a room? Is that a thing? <laughs> Is that um, a thing? I don't think so, because my parents are weird. Like, oh my God, like, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, <laughs> I don't know how much information to give on their behalf. <laughs> but like, it's so weird. And I'm just like, go away. Like, you don't have to tell me these kind of things. Like, you don't have, oh my God, like, I can't say it. But, um, yeah. I don't think it's a cultural thing in that case. I think it's just a personal, it's just how you are. For me, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, are you the kind of person who's touchy? Is that your love language kind of thing or not? Mm-hmm. So, that's how I view it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> For me, I think it comes from years of working in central London and having tourists be kissing on, like, the escalators or like you know, you know important places like on tube doors or something that just you think not now <laughs> like please go to london eye and do what you want there don't be doing it on escalator on jubilee line when i'm trying to get to Stratford. <laughs> so um i think it's just i don't know i don't i don't like seeing it in public because people don't people are never really thoughtful of when they do they just stop in yeah. front of you and like one mm-hmm. time I walked into this couple because they just stopped to kiss in front of me. And I just like, <laughs> right. that was I think that was the turning moment when I was like, this can't ever run for me. So So you grew you grew a dislike for it, so it wasn't like a no, like it's, a, just not a thing I for mean, me. I guess in, in essence I don't actually have a problem with it. It's just if you can, you know, take it to a side and don't block everyone, don't don't do it in everyone's face like not I don't mind it, but just you don't need to be don't overdo you know, it every 10 seconds yeah overdoing it's probably a really good way of saying it. like once fine but if it, within five minutes you've done 10 kisses you know are you having salivary problems is something really wrong because, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is it <laughs> oh, okay so okay so i guess that would make sense then for you it's a new because if it's not a cultural thing it's clear how you know you wouldn't mind PDA or you like PDA? Yeah, so from my um, own experiences, as in in my house, we're very affectionate towards each other. So I've always been raised um, to be quite overt with how I am. And just in general, whether that's dislike or dislike, um, I generally don't tend to... um, 
I tend to be quite clear on on um, how I feel. So when it comes to being in a relationship, naturally for me, that's just an extension of what I already am. Um, so I'm not necessarily saying that um, other people can't feel that way or not particularly um, liking PDA. But for me, I'm just not thinking about anyone else when I'm <laughs> like when I'm out with my partner or when I'm out with my girlfriend or my wife in the future. Like I'm not going to be thinking about. Oh, two, three, four other people are looking at me. I'm just gonna like it's not something that it's not like you plan to do it. You're just out and you maybe you're gonna go to the shops or you're gonna split up or you like it's just a little oh okay I'll see you later or I'll give you a, and give then a little, people like Jeremy give, will be give, give a little smack on the yeah give it a little smack on the bum <laughs> as you're walking away. <laughs> you know, like do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not it's not necessarily anything that I'm thinking of. Um, I'm thinking of other people around me. I'm just like, it's just something that should come naturally. Um, and I think where people maybe feel feel away is when it's overdone, um, as has been mentioned, or when it's proper, like, proper pre-planned. Like if they have a whole handshake <laughs> and a whole, a whole dance routine to say bye <laughs> to each other. Um, because you know you forgot you forgot to get the milk so okay I'm gonna go back and get the milk and then you do a little five minute handshake so no it's not necessary but um, I think normally um, at least for me PDA is something that should come naturally um, especially if you're if you're in a relationship and it's um, and both 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 parties are are, um, are are just as interested in each other too that's quite important Okay. You, don't want to, you don't want to force PDA. So I think communication is important. So obviously your partner needs to feel comfortable um, as well. And if you know that your partner isn't comfortable, then obviously you will take that into consideration. But as long as your partner feels comfortable um, doing that in public, it doesn't necessarily have to be about anyone else. Okay. Um, Sharon, did you want to add to that? Um, I'm not that affectionate, really, I don't think. Yeah, well, do you know that- what? I can say that because it took a while for us to hug each other. Yeah, you know what? I I think there's some friends that haven't really hugged, like maybe ever, uh-huh. which is weird. It's funny because when you said hand holding, I was thinking, oh, I don't really like hand holding anyway. But when you said PDA, I'm like, okay, big hand holding. I right. remember with a guy I was seeing before, he loved yeah. hand holding, he liked what, PDA, what but. Uh-huh. Oh, but I was, I just found it really weird it took me some time to get used to it but i would Aww. still just pick hand holding so i think pda is just, mm. okay you can do that in private you could do pda in private <laughs> yeah no, okay. not PDA. <laughs> no, want pda then well yeah <laughs> okay it's yeah, just a private, private sphere of affection. Yeah. It's still PDA, actually. It's still PDA. See? PDA. That's it. It's true. <laughs> okay, cool. Because I just thought it was a um, a cultural thing because I know that in some countries in Africa, like, if you're out with your... I don't know if it's the same, like, if it's still like that now, but I don't think I grew up ever seeing people publicly showing affection. Yeah, that's true. So I just, that's why I just wondered if it was a cultural thing because I just assumed that um, in the Western world it's it's more acceptable to just be sitting there doing whatever and just be kissing anyhow. But then when, mm. you, when you're in Africa, or I don't know if it's the same thing in Guy- Guyana, I don't know if people are out there just, you know, showing affection like that. Or in the um, US. Or, yeah or in the US (laughs) okay cool so how many of you are actually quite would you say are very in touch with your culture Hmm. like would you all say that you're very in touch like you're you're up to date with your culture or you're I could be more in touch yeah definitely but I feel like I eat the food <laughs> I, I, I eat the food. I wear the clothes. Um, I watch the movies. Um, and in terms of like just like general like news, 
I feel like I, I kind of know what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Probably more through my parents, like through just eavesdropping on their conversations. Um, but I, I'd say relatively, relatively. Okay. Um, I think I... <coughs> similarly, we eat <coughs> mostly Guyanese food at home. Um, I have, like... A small Guyanese community who I know. I mean, our country's population isn't very big, so there's not that many people outside of Guyana. Um, but I think I'm fairly in touch with the culture. Like, I like a lot of the cultural things we do, foods we do, mm. the way we do few things. So, in that sense, yes. However, I cannot speak um, any form of patois that Guyanese people speak. I can understand it. But, and yeah. Wait, you know what? That's true, Jeremy. I don't think I've ever heard you. <laughs> like, you, it, it seems like you even know more Yoruba than you do. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. It's great. <laughs> I, 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 I can completely understand it. Like, someone from Guyana can be talking to me and I'll get it. But, yeah. Bond in my uh, in my accent like this. No, I, can't, I don't know. <laughs> do you want to try it? Definitely not. <laughs> I can say hi. <laughs> I say hi like this. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. It's, it's not that. I, I guess it's like similar to Jamaican Patois, but there are a few differences. Like the accent's quite different. And yeah. there are certain words we use that the Jamaicans don't, and Jamaicans use that we don't. Um, so that's why a lot of people from Caribbean can understand, like, inter-Caribbean patois like we understand what other countries are saying um, Mm -hmm. it's quite similar but I don't speak it at all wow well that's good do you know what I've known you for a very long time but I did not know that well now you know (laughs) now I do and it's amazing because what you said is that is a lot of people um, how, sh- how do I put this that's how most people are right now like especially our generation yeah. do you know what I mean a lot of people say oh I understand but I can't speak my language like yeah I, I completely understand like everyone's you know like all the uncles and aunties parents like if they talk to you in your language you can understand it perfectly but when it comes to speaking your language then it comes out it comes out differently yeah why is that i don't i I think when i first came i mean i was born there so when i first came to england um it was very evident that we were from there and so i remember um doing the three times table in front of my classroom in like reception i was one times tree because you say tree like that <clears throat> and oh, wow. everyone laughed and i did it oh. all the way three to twelve and i was like tree times tree is nine and all the way and i remember finishing and everyone was laughing at me and i was standing there like in reception just looking at everyone like thinking why are they laughing at me and oh. it was because i found out it's because i say tree instead of three um and i think from then i was just kind of like conscious like i need to lose this accent because i don't want people to like judge me differently for it like i mean it happened when i was really young it's quite sad when i think about it now um but i think those kind of experiences affect people um when you're young and you don't want to be different you don't want to be not in the in crowd so you try and do things to make yourself in the in crowd and i mean if i could go back i probably would try and keep the accent or at least be able to switch between it um but you know we live with that mm-hmm. i hear that do you know what similar to jeremy's point um i came yeah. i came over from the uk in 2000 from the um, uk i came over to the uk in 2000 from Nigeria. <laughs> And I had the freshest accent. <laughs> so I remember, um, and in psychology, they call it like a triggering incident. It shapes your outlook on life and it shapes how you react in different situations. Um, and I used to, I kind of used to be this outgoing kid, um, really, really playful. Um, but I remember when I got, when I got to the UK, um, and I, I believe it was about my first day um, in class. Obviously, no one had told me what to call the teacher. So, naturally, I just called the teacher auntie. 
<laughs> I started cracking up. Everyone was dying laughing, dying laughing, dying laughing. Um, and I remember it was um, it was Latham School in East Ham. Um, so my mate Paul and Michael Hector, if you remember, we all went to the same primary school. Um, yes, yeah, so I called my teacher auntie and everyone started cracking up laughing. And obviously she kind of felt bad for me. In it, so she was like, no, you can just call me miss. Um, and I think from there on, similar to Jeremy, it kind of shaped um, me in terms of being very self-conscious of what I sounded like and very self-conscious of myself. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of manifested in different aspects of my life. Um, and I became a lot more introverted um, as the years went on, especially during the end of primary into secondary. Um, I became more and more, a little bit more introverted than than generally I would be until I, at least at least until I felt very comfortable with with you as a person, then I'd be more comfortable kind of being more open. But and oh, okay. especially when meeting new people, um, I'd always have this um, kind of thought in the back of my head of, um, oh, what do they think of me? Um, and I became quite, it, it became like a, yeah, like I said, a triggering incident. So I very much relate to um, to that point. I think everyone could, everyone probably has an experience like that, especially if you're um, if you're a migrant and you come from a different country, obviously you, you get this massive culture shock and this culture clash. Um, and unless your parents really have taken the time out to really like sit you down and be like, okay, so you're in a different country now, like it's totally different the way things are done here. You're probably going to go through go through that yourself. And I guess you're just lucky if you're a little bit older and you probably have a, a better understanding of what it is that you're experiencing. Because if you don't, then it will manifest in ways that you probably aren't even aware of until much later on in life. Do you know what what you said about then the parents would have to sit down sit you down to tell you okay you're in a different country now and stuff like I I've heard a few parents or I've heard a few people say oh like there's they don't they don't see the need to do that because you're gonna it's gonna change like it's inevitable you've come into a new country you're gonna mix with all the children and you're gonna everything's gonna change about you so there's no point trying to either warn you about it or trying to um there's no point in them trying to sort of um what's the word for it i want to say something like introduce you into the new culture Mm -hmm. do you you get what i'm saying so like they don't feel like they need to do any of that because you're gonna go to school and you're gonna get that there and which is which is what um i think i can't remember what they were saying exactly but they said things like oh then this is why i speak my language at home because you're gonna have english at school so Mm -hmm. there's no point me trying to speak english at home because you're gonna get that at school and you're gonna understand that. So I'm gonna speak my language at home. That was not the case for me. <laughs> that was not the case for me. My mom spoke Yoruba, my dad spoke English. I don't know why, if they decided that that's what they wanted to do, I don't know. But I think that helped me in terms of me understanding, but it did not help me in terms of speaking. So I'm in the same boat with Jeremy in regards to that. Like when it comes to speaking, like it was only actually i'm gonna tell you the story it was only when i was a bit older that i made more of an effort to speak and i would only speak yoruba to my mom because she was one that was forever like i don't remember her speaking to me in english like it was hardly like that but i would only um when i was older like okay let me try this a bit more and that was only because i came from nigeria when i i came to the uk from nigeria when i was 12 and before I came over, even in Nigeria, I hardly spoke Yoruba. And that was because anytime I tried to, it would come out funny. And if it came out funny, all the adults would be doing, ah, say that again, no, oh, you're too so, too so, like, say it again. And I'm just there, like, I don't want to. <laughs> because they're laughing at me, they're thinking, wait say it again what and i used to mix it up as well so i used to mix my yoruba and my english so my mom said there was a time i came home and i was talking to someone i was telling them about my about my school and i was like they lulu in my school so to lulu is to play the drums <laughs> right so i was trying to tell them about um 
I was trying to tell them about the assembly. So I would say, as I was saying to the man, oh, they Lulu in my school, they Lulu in my school. So <laughs> that became like a nickname for me. They'd be like, hello, they Lulu in my school. And it was like, <laughs> you know, things like that. It was just um, discouraging. So I hardly spoke Yoruba in Nigeria. It was only when I got here that any little word, if I just said Odabo, which means bye, People are like, oh, that's great. <laughs> they were like, oh, that's great. Say it like it's good. Oh, wow, you're speaking about it's good. I'm thinking, wait, what's going on? I was say that I could relate yeah. to what you just said. I feel like it's so annoying that our parents, like, if you hear someone speaking their language terribly, you're supposed to correct them, not make fun of them. And I think yeah. that was the problem, like, growing up as a child, like, you're not correcting me. You're not telling me what the right thing to say is. You're just laughing and then we just move on and it's a big joke. And then you grow up and then you still can't say it. And then it's still a joke. And there's going to be a joke for the rest of your life. Because you can't teach your children either. Like, it's just a big joke that just keeps going around in circles. But like, seriously, I think it's good that... Because my mom as well, because she never... I don't think any of my parents taught me Yoruba too, so I'm terrible. And now that I'm like 26, you want to start teaching me like, who are you kidding? We're going to be here, I'll be laughing at each other. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> but yeah, it's like you, I'm trying to learn now. And I think that's the big step for us really like taking, take, like trying to learn it for ourselves and just trying to be better. Yeah. I think that's all we can really do right now, to be honest. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's like, like you said, you, right, just as you said, if you're not correcting it growing up so <laughs> where is the, how do you learn and then the language gets lost isn't mm. it so now you're trying to preserve a language that we never really like it it doesn't make sense we didn't we didn't know about this language you didn't teach us this thing i wasn't surrounded by this but because just like he I, I think i was speaking to my uncle and he was like, oh, do you still know how to speak Yoruba? I was like, but when did I speak Yoruba? <laughs> he was on the phone like, oh, since you've been there all this time, you know, do you still understand Yoruba? Can you still speak Yoruba? I was like, did I ever speak Yoruba to you when I was, even when I was in Nigeria? Like, does that make sense? So why is it now that I'm an adult, you're thinking, oh, wait, hold on. It's you should know the language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sharon, do you have the same experience? I think my one was a bit... Because I came here when I was... Just before I turned three. Okay. When I was three, something like that. Um, So I was quite young, but... I would speak different languages. Because we have different languages, obviously. I I would mix up, because I used to just mix with all the kids, apparently, from different villages, and I was just speaking everything. So... I would just pick and choose what I would say. So when I went to school, I used to mix it up and with oh, English okay. as well. So if the teachers were, what, didn't understand me, I will just speak my own language. <laughs> and then they'll be like, what? <laughs> so they used to go to my, my parents like, oh, um, you can't really understand Sharon. Like, she keeps speaking different things, basically. So my parents just stopped speaking any language to me, just English, straight English. Mm-hmm. So I lost it all. I literally forgot everything so it's similar to what you said like when I go to now like go to Ghanaian parties and stuff and they're like oh you can't even speak the language and I'm like <laughs> 28 how am I gonna now know the language I'm so sorry I don't know it at least I can understand it the ones like when my family speak it but I can't like tree and stuff I can't speak it I don't understand it I'm understanding. so it does make me feel a bit lost because now I think my children, I won't be able to teach it to them. I won't be able to speak it to them. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to learn it? Google is different. You know, I think you, you when you say I feel lost, I really um, resonate with that. So there was this, mm. like, effectively like a Guyanese com- like group in London, and they often meet and do things together. And there's like Guyana mm-hmm. fun days. Um, and I remember going to them when we were younger, and just being like. I don't like I don't have anything in common with any of these people from my country like mm. it was so weird I'd, I'd go to those days and 
find I understand the food I like I really like the food I'd like be able to understand what they were saying but like the banter that they could have from this from the country like you know just common banter I was just sitting there like me I'm British at this point but it was it was, it was quite sad uh, because like when I we went back to Guyana last year and we were speaking with a few of the like the locals and it sounds so weird saying like the locals <laughs> and like everyone was just like oh my god you sound like harry potter just keep speaking and they're like oh no so now i'm the one who people are more sorry english just be like Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> just say like, Leviosa. <laughs> and they're, like, they're like, say water. And I, kept, and I was like, can I have some water, please? And they're like, can I have some water, please? And I was there, like, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Leviosa. <laughs> it, it, it was so different to see now what happened to me when I was younger happened mm-hmm. now, but when I went back to where I was, well, it was just. It was, it was a wow. I was just, I was so shocked. So, yeah. But that's the thing. Like, why do you think that we get so... Why do you think people just find it funny? Why is it that people just... It's just so easy to just laugh at someone. Like, I was saying um, some a few weeks ago about some guy, a Nigerian guy that was speaking his, like, English, obviously with a Nigerian accent. The guy lives in Nigeria. Mm. And people were making fun of him, and I'm like, I was my head was so spun. I was thinking, why? I don't get it. Why is it he's speaking? English. He's not even saying I come and go, uh, come here, go far. Like it was nothing like that. He was oh, just wow. speaking normally. But just the fact that his accent was, he, like he's Nigerian. He lives in Nigeria. I don't know. I think people like to laugh at things that aren't normal. So you know, to them. Um, I never, you know, the guy, the runner guy, who's like, I never expected it. That um, really painful. <laughs> 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 that, that guy, like you know, the guy. <laughs> I still use that. I'm like, oh, we run down the line. Down the line. I've got the black man blood in me. <laughs> that is a classic. He, I guess he's one of those people like you know he what he was saying I guess it was he was just very like he he really he believed, was expressive yeah yeah he was really expressing what he was feeling yeah and I think yeah. it was just one of those things where you know it's it's not necessarily sometimes it's not laughing at you because I feel like when I was young I used to I used to laugh with him, even though I guess everyone was laughing at him. But I just used, I thought it was, he, it was so funny how expressive he was. Like, he, you know, he would just pluck things out of the air and you think, wow, that's that's really not what people say, but it works. So. But, what, but what I'm trying to, what I'm getting at is, you know, you sound just because, okay, the thing is, you see, you hear a Frenchman, you hear someone from, I'm trying to think of a very distinct, a Russian guy. People don't really go for Russian accents, but you, you hear like French, huh? Italian. Italian. That's it, Italian, or maybe from I don't know whatever. American, huh? Mm-hmm. American. Yeah, well, even American. America's different. It's so different. But yeah, yeah from some of the accents in America, but you <clears> don't <throat> hear people going like, oh. oh. He's got Nigerian accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people would. Because like look at look at Rihanna. A lot of people like her Bajan accent. Um yeah. Rihanna's got you know, she's in the Caribbean yeah. a lot. And like I think Chevelle Franklin has a really nice talking voice. Um I think maybe because you're from there is nothing interesting, nothing new. Nothing interesting, but it's being made fun of. Like people change their accents to make it sound better, so you don't More sound or something. Yeah, I think, huh? I think it's got a lot to do with racism. I think people must think mm. I don't want to be from Africa because of the stigma that's attached with, you know, a lot of what um, this podcast. A lot of people, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people mm-hmm. like assume. 
you're from if you say you're from any part of Africa that you're from a hut you're like you yeah. live in a hut. like even people say that when I say I'm from Guyana they go do you mean Ghana and I'm, first of all I know what I mean because I'm from there <laughs> second of all yeah do you yeah. live in huts then I'm like our houses are bigger than these little yeah uh, true that like yeah. our houses are all detached houses. There's no, there's no terrace yeah. houses, no flats. It's all big, you know, big houses. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're here in this kind of, you know, matchbox of a house. Wow. To, be to me and telling me that, oh, you live in a hut. Please, you need to come and see what we live, how we live back in. <laughs> there. And yeah, I, th- I think it's just a stigma. People assume that, mm. oh, if you're from Africa, if you're from the Caribbean, you live in this. I don't know. A so you don't want to be place. associated. You don't want to be associated with that. And I think also, because even this is this is not even an issue that I'm trying to like. If you live in a foreign country, I'm talking about you living in, say, I would say Nigeria because I'm Nigerian. Yeah, I remember growing up, my secondary school. You weren't really allowed to speak your language until you had your work class or something. Like if you were going around up and down in school speaking your bar, you're looked at like like okay there must be some like no one really wanted to associate with that and it's like you're not allowed to speak that but this is in your country and i was talking to a friend of mine as well who's from jamaica she was like yeah she remembers in jamaica like you weren't allowed to speak patois but you're in jamaica yeah so it's like like you said i'm sorry but not exactly sorry to say (laughs) that it really does go back to slavery thinking that the foreign western yeah, way is so. better is better than yeah. our way and mm, it's yeah. sad i, I just was actually going to say our culture. Yeah. i was gonna say that as well because even in our country like different people speak even though it's nigeria and we all have different languages but even in that language as well people speak differently and then mm. there's also that kind of, I don't want to call it discrimination, but it's like, oh, my Yoruba is different from your, like the way you speak your own Yoruba as well. Mm. So even in that, like it goes down to the nitty gritty of, oh, this is, I don't I don't know the right word to say, but uh, this is you and this is me and this is how I want to be kind of thing. If you understand, like there's just that discrimination. And then we bring that out even when we come to other cultures as okay. well. And then it's more like everyone's discriminating against every other person for the way they speak. So, mm. yeah, I think we just need to get to the root of it, really. Like, what's really the root cause of that kind of attitude, and how can we resolve it if there's any way to resolve it? If you know what I mean. I, do, do you know what? To be fair, I don't think there's there's much that can be done to resolve it because there is it's such a deep, deep rooted issue. But I do think moving forward, like it starts with us, isn't it? So, like with me, for example, I want Ara to understand Yoruba. I want her to speak Yoruba. <laughs> and the other day, um, someone sent me loads of YouTube links to Yoruba um, nursery rhymes. I was sitting there listening to the nursery rhymes myself. Because <laughs> I was like, this is good. This is great. Like, I would love, <laughs> I would love to, like, to be able to do this myself because I'm still learning and even though the other day when I put out a video of me speaking Yoruba people were like oh well done well done in my mind when I put it out I was laughing at myself because I thought this is terrible yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Whew, this is terrible but you know what it's okay I'm trying Sha. A for effort. <laughs> you know I was thinking yeah let me but then you get like I, it goes back to what I said before, where you just say simple hello, it's just a simple word. They're like, oh, well done, well done. But why are you saying well done to me? I'm a ho- 28. I'm 28. I should be able to speak my language. <laughs> I should be able to speak my language. You're saying well done, well done. Um, but if you're listening and you said well done to me, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, just a little disclaimer. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm going to keep trying. But I just feel like we need to do better. We need to love ourselves more. And that includes our culture and just be more in tune with that. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, Ara, like, even though she would grow up or whatever, whenever she goes to Nigeria, because I don't even know when she's going to go to Nigeria, but 
to be able to be like i understand it even though i've not been there but that's because my mum is nigerian my dad is nigerian my like my whole family is nigerian we're all nigerian so i really should be able to speak my language you know what i mean uh, i think that's it but i was just gonna say it comes from like us encouraging ourselves just like us encouraging each other because if yeah. you're teaching your yeah. child to speak and then someone else outside whoever they are is like uh, like the same attitude laughing kind of thing yeah. then it's kind of going to limit it or set like counteract set her it. back yeah do you understand yeah. what i mean like so yeah. i think it's a thing of us having that one mindset of what we're trying to promote and the sustainability of our culture which is very important mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. because we're gonna lose it do you not feel like we're gonna lose it yeah i yeah. think that because i think if we're not gonna for example if i can't if i marry someone who's not Ghanaian, then how are my children gonna know it unless my sisters or my brother my brother doesn't speak so unless my sisters or the rest <laughs> of the older generation um mm. say it like speak it to them they're not gonna know mm. it and then they're not gonna yeah. pass their kids and then it's gone unless yeah. suddenly they want to go and start learning it themselves but that's going to be out of their own initiative so mm. then that's a whole generation that doesn't know the language and it might not yeah, even feel comfortable to go back to the country and then what happens next they'll just, just stay in the uk it. Mm. just because i heard someone said to me um about how some like a lot of children in nigeria i guess just like i was like not speaking the language like a lot of them but <laughs> a lot of them don't speak it and I say a lot of them like I'm not I'm not gonna generalize the whole country and say like a lot of children in Nigeria don't speak their language because there's so many languages in Nigeria. But um I heard that some quite a number of children, number one, don't speak it, but also don't even understand it. Mm. And I, I was like, in Nigeria? Yeah. So is, is some true. people already losing it. Some people are already losing it. Yeah. I think the other day, my mom sent me one, um, or no, this mothers and WhatsApp messages. Oh my God. And she sent me this WhatsApp message. And then it was like, this guy was apologizing to his kids and his generation of how like he's failed them because he refused to teach them the language because he thought, oh, learning the language was like something bad. Like he, he, he took it upon himself to teach them English instead of their actual language. And now he's older and he's like regretting because his children can't speak and he sees other children speaking it and he feels like, oh, why didn't I teach my children? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, that's kind of like the same thing that they did to me as well. It's more like you need to learn how to speak English well, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Do you understand? Yeah. And then we grow up and then we lose that. Because I'm even in that situation now where my fiance is from the North. I mm-hmm. can't speak my language who's going to teach our kids how to speak it if you understand what I mean like yeah. it's, it's already going I don't know but yeah your Bama movies is definitely and Google is definitely but that's it there's hope <laughs> there's hope there's still hope we can learn we can really learn if if we want to it's in a you've been quiet I feel like when it comes to passing it on and for me what um what I probably noticed and goes back to your point that you made about them saying, Oh, well done that you're speaking. I think there's a there's a fear from um the generation before us that um our generation who obviously came over to this country when we were up when we were quite young or were born in this country are gonna lose that culture. Um, especially when it comes to like the language or traditions or mm-hmm. um you know god forbid even our faith you know even faith that's a bedrock of you know no when i say traditions i mean even stuff like traditional marriages or no i know gifts, i was just, I was um, just saying that that's a whole like that. another conversation like yeah like there's a there's a genuine fear that you know that our generation aren't gonna have all of that and then when it comes to passing it on um it's not going to be as complete as maybe they they wished um but then i guess it's on them because they didn't pass it on um or haven't done um, an adequate enough job and it's not a criticism um necessarily because we're exposed to so many other um different cultures especially in this country that it's often very difficult to be able to um 
to to pick up everything from your culture um especially when you don't live in the country and you're not um you're not necessarily engrossed in completely in the culture um so for me it's it i guess we you could say that we're, we're very much hybrids um and i think a lot of us um are um semi-bilinguals um where we have an understanding of the language but may not necessarily speak it fluently um but we have an understanding of the language um and I guess it, it, it's really um, it depends on on the individual. If you if you are passionate enough to want to to take on more of your culture and want to feel like you know what, I want to be able to speak um, my language, maybe not necessarily fluently, but enough to be able to have a conversation and be able enough yeah. to be able to um, that if I if I was to ever go back, um, I wouldn't feel out of a lack of you know a fish out of water um, type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, then obviously obviously it's on you to 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 really engage whether it's with your parents or with you know with your friends that that are more um, well versed in that culture um but you know there are some people that may just feel um do you know what i don't necessarily need to um need to speak my language for me to feel like i am from my culture like i know my history like do you know what i mean so and even if it's just as simple as your name like your name says a lot about you so it's a new it's it's a yoba it's a yoba name i'm not going to change my name so regardless of if if i'm not speaking yoba fluently um i know my name and i know what it means so there's already a culture engrossed even in just my identity of who i am so i don't think <clears throat> culture comes um it's solely from just um your ability to speak the language or your ability to to have a um a total um knowledge of the culture in terms of being able to identify okay so what 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 is this or um what is that of course you kind of want to you kind of have to take it upon yourself to educate yourself so that you're not completely um naive to to things um so for instance um a couple of months a couple of months back especially because we've been in lockdown so literally got time to kill i was reading up on and then i watched a documentary on um the civil war that happened in nigeria um years and years ago um but I, I kind of read up on it and then watched you the documentary. You need to say it was the Biafran War. Yeah, the Biafran War. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and at the time I had no I had no clue um, about it at all. So obviously reading up on it and then watching a documentary on it, you know, I'm, I was exposed to to a completely um, something completely new that I had no clue about, um, and it kind of then for me made me realize why um especially after independence that you know and i kind of hear my parents talking about it quite a bit that that even up until now there's still such a struggle in that country to to really um to really even after independence to really be able to 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 move in the direction that they want to be going in because they're still constantly um there's still constant conflict still a bit divided. yeah there's still, there's still division in that in there's still division in that country there's still division in the approaches division in the motives and the goals and stuff like that so there can't really be a transition into um a new into a new way of thinking new way of doing things until totally fresh um perspectives come in and maybe it's our generation who have had the opportunity to study in this country be engrossed in a different culture that isn't you know our home culture um i was just using mine as an example are then able to take that back home um and really make a difference especially in the times that we're in right now where you know there's never been more of a time to really be patriotic about where you come from and be proud yeah. to be black and all of these things. We yeah. kind of need to be thinking also not just, I mean, for me, I'm always thinking not just about how how can I establish myself um, in the country that I am because I do identify as being British, but then also knowing that, you know, I still come from this country in Africa that needs people like me, needs my resources, it needs what I've been able to to learn from maybe my education or possibly my career um, and be, to be able to impact it, even if it's just a tiny bit, just to make that tiny little difference. Um, if we mm-hmm. all think that way, then obviously group mentality will be able to make massive change. So yeah, definitely I think culture is important, cool. but it's not the be all end all. Well, that's the end of today's podcast, guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
Damn. I'm on a whole lecture, but no, I completely hear you. I, I, I quite agree with what you said. And yeah, it does make sense. And it is left to us to make that difference. Like if we want to learn more about it, we, we can. So even though there was a little disservice done to us, growing up mm-hmm. we can still make changes to that and i think the um just we're just gonna round up um we're just gonna round up a bit now but i do think that the more people that show their love for their culture or um just appreciating it um i think the more acceptable it'll be yeah. i believe yeah Hundred yeah. percent. I think I ultimately say, you've got you've oh, got to want it. Yeah. Sorry. Go on, Sorry. Go on. Um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say it's even though yeah, the Black Lives Matter is a whole other thing, but the whole point is black people not putting each other down. And I think it goes in similar with culture. Like older generations mm-hmm. shouldn't be putting us down because you're the ones who are bringing us up, you're the ones who are teaching us, you're the ones who are showing us the culture in the first place. So you can't really put the blame on us. Even when it goes to accents, um, people's thinking, oh, because I speak. And I get these comments, oh, you speak well. You speak good. Similar to what Jeremy was saying about, oh, he's Harry Potter kind of accent. Like, just because I speak this way doesn't mean I don't know about my culture. Just because I speak Mm -hmm. this way doesn't mean. Like, I can't speak with a fresh Ghanaian accent if I've been in the UK majority yeah. of my life so it's kind of just not putting each other down and trying to just teach each other it's some, I might know something you don't know you might know something I don't know so sharing the knowledge really is there anything like last words what would you like to say just to end the episode um Jeremy let's start with you um, I think I'd like to say you're out there and you're struggling to embrace your culture just remember culture is probably one of the few things that no one can ever really take from you so they can take mm-hmm. you they can take you away from the place but they can't take the place away from you so embrace it you know do do what you have to really enjoy your culture because that's what makes you you so i think for me it's just more of um just enjoy the moment try new things um take it upon yourself to learn more about your culture and about your history and um be excited to share that with people because i think that's basically where your confidence comes from once you're excited to share that culture with other people then you're more confident to continue to do that and continue to learn and continue to build on yourself so just continue to do that basically yeah invest in yourself nice sharon um i think just similar to what what's been said really just culture is not just one thing it's not just speaking the language it's about so many different things from the food the clothing Mm -hmm. the dance the stuff you watch your interests so don't just disregard those parts of it and Mm -hmm. remember that all that makes you and makes culture as a whole anyway so yeah and not to put people down if they can't speak the language if we can't do this i can learn just like i said i can learn from someone and someone can learn from me it's a two-way thing yeah really. yeah yeah i think for me um it's just focusing on yourself um and really going not putting too much pressure on yourself when it comes to self-discovery um you can't really be anyone other than yourself so up until the point where <clears throat> you realize um how much culture is as important to you or if it's important to you or how important it is to you don't put pressure on yourself to feel like i have to speak the language or i feel like i have to like you don't have to do anything just because you don't speak the language as i said doesn't necessarily mean you're not from your country or you're not cultured um and there's other ways that you can show and display your culture um whether it's reading up on the history whether it's um if you're into and you could really incorporate into 
incorporate it into things that you're already doing so if you like um for instance um you feel like you've got really good culinary skills you could start learning some more dishes or you know you could um really go into maybe traditional dance if you're a dancer like there's so many different ways that you can really display your culture that isn't the cliched um ways of going about and doing things so don't put too much pressure on yourself to feel like you have to imitate or copy anybody else don't let anyone else pressure you into feeling that way and always know that you know regardless of um where your level is at um you can be proud to know that you are still from this culture because of the fact that you know your parents are this culture so literally you're born into it so no matter what level you're at just know that it doesn't make you any less of um of that particular culture so yeah just be you basically cool um you guys have said it all. Like, I don't think there's much that I would like to add to that in terms of loving yourself completely and, you know, not feeling, not feel, I feel like one of the main things I'd like to get out there is that don't feel that you're inferior to someone else or don't feel like what you have is inferior to someone else. And, you know, if we just, like Adaya said, when she love it, the confidence will come. And do you know what people buy? People buy how um, how much joy you show doing something. Like if you if you're if you're really loving something. Have you seen people? I know this sounds like I'm starting another conversation. I'm rounding up. But have you seen when people like if they're eating or describing what they're eating and they're like, mm, and then it's it just it's juicy and it's and it's making you think, wait, I want to try that. <laughs> I want to try that too. But then it might not be anything massive. You could try it and think was that it <laughs> yeah. but that's because they were speaking from so much passion and just love for whatever it was that they're describing it made you want to try it so we're not inferior to anything else your culture is not inferior to another person's it's your culture it's what makes you you so just embrace it love it and just fly with it and yeah let's just love ourselves you know um but yeah like i said it's been so nice having you guys and i look forward to another time where we could record together like physically too at some point because this corona and this long distance recording it's a bit long it's a bit long and a bit more difficult for man <laughs> so, um thank you so much for joining me and recording with me i really appreciate it guys you guys should have pie in, in your <laughs> oh you know what we should do that say bye in your language <laughs>